Resolutions. If you are going to make a resolution, it starts with absolutely being resolute by that decision or having a greater sense of resolve. The thing is, though, when you do this, and if it's going to really work for you, you are going to have to believe it with 100% of your being. You have to feel it in every cell of your body to really make this work. Welcome, I'm Peter Williams, and for the past 10 years, I've been connecting with thousands of people from the stage and online to help them discover the importance of spiritual and energetic practices so they can thrive with confidence, clarity, and purpose. It is time to awaken your connection, align with your soul, and achieve your own inner power right here on the Inner Power Podcast. Welcome back, and it's nice to have you here once again, tuning in and listening in uh, to the Inner Power Podcast. And today, we're going to be talking about something that comes up all too frequently, and it usually pops up every year at least once. But the great thing is about what we're going to be talking about today is that it's going to be able to help you any point this jumps up for you. What we're going to be talking about is don't make the resolution, but make the commitment. And this is a huge, huge thing. This is something that I have encountered in my own life. This is something that I've encountered with many of the members and through the mentoring. And it's just something that I really want to have an honest discussion with you about because it can really help change the way that you are living your life. It is a fundamental thing. And of course, it's at the time of this recording, we're looking at the new year, we're jumping into 2023. It's going to be a huge one. So on a universal level, we are looking at a seven. Now, seven is exciting because it's a spiritual year, okay? And of course, most people who have been uh, following me or if you've just found me, you'll know that I've got a very big spiritual bone in my body and I really like working on this level and with this energy. So this year coming up, is huge. But the important thing is it doesn't matter when you're listening to this. I can guarantee you the points that I'm about to tell you will be applicable to you at any point in any year. But this one's more specific. And this is why I wanted to bring it up here and now, just as we kind of think. So at the time of this recording, it's just before the new year. It's going to get released uh, just at the start of the new year. But the amazing thing is it's like it's always around this time Christmas finishes and we roll in and we start to get focused on that new energy. The important thing is on the energetic level, like the new years, it doesn't work in calendar years. Honestly, the energy and universe has no idea when we decide to flip over into the whole new year. That is uh, a man-made thing. So the energy of the new year is already upon us and is, and by the time you're listening to this, it very much will be. So the whole thing is it's a seven, which is very spiritual, but it's going to be about your spiritual growth. It's going to be about your inner knowing. It's going to be about your inner self, and it's going to be a huge chance to really dig deep and find out who you are. The reason why I bring this up, and this is so important because you are either going to be going with the flow with this energy or you are going to be dragged behind, really digging in your heels, and you'll find that it's going to be a rough year. Of course, I would love for you to be able to go with the flow, and that's what I'm going to talk about. And it starts here, and it starts with your decisions. And this is the whole thing, resolutions. It's amazing. We've all been through it. Hey, 
I'm guilty of it. It's a big thing that we've gone through. I have to admit, I don't make them anymore. I haven't made them for a number of years because, to be honest, I have found them absolutely useless when you do make them. And then all of a sudden, you know, you might make a resolution around, hey, I'm going to lose weight. I was like, you know, where it's going to be, I'm going to lose five kilos, 10 kilos, 15 kilos. We set this wonderful kind of intention and going, yeah, right, I'm going to do that. You might say, hey, I'm going to quit alcohol, or you might say, I'm going to save more money, I'm going to spend more time with my family. Whatever it is, we put that out there. And then what happens is over a very short period of time, we end up losing it and we end up stopping. We lose that momentum. We lose that wonderful positive energy. And whether it's two days, two weeks, two months, whatever it is, eventually it falls by the wayside. And if you have experienced this, you will know when it does stop and when it all falls by that wayside, your energy, your momentum stops, your self-doubt creeps in, you start to feel uh, really ashamed of yourself because you didn't live up to that promise or what you set out to do. Then more self-doubt creeps in, then more procrastination sneaks in. All of these things start to create this downward spiral and all you're going to do is get really hard and tough on yourself. So the reason is we're going to have a look at this and when this happens. So like I said, whenever you're deciding to make a move or make a change, this and all the things that we're going to talk about will be applicable to you. So let's have a look at this. Where and why does this fail and how do we change this? The big thing is and where it starts is with the words. Resolutions. If you are going to make a resolution, it starts with absolutely being resolute by that decision or having a greater sense of resolve. The thing is, though, when you do this, and if it's going to really work for you, you are going to have to believe it with 100% of your being. You have to feel it in every cell of your body to really make this work. And the people who do have this, it's amazing, and they go off to do some amazing things. However, for the majority of us, that is just not the case. It just isn't. We are not uh, focused. We are not absolute resolute. We are just putting it out there. This is the thing. When we do this and when we feel like we're going to make these changes and we're going to do this and we feel, you know, yes, I'm going to do it and we have what we feel is resolution, it really isn't. More often than not, these days, it's just a declaration. That's all you're doing. It's you stating to yourself, the rest of the world, and also to the universe, you're going here, going, right. I'm going to do this. I want this. This is going to happen. And you just state it out there. And that's all it is. You're just stating. And it does not work. Why? Because when you do this, you are relying on willpower and willpower alone. Now, willpower is an important factor and you do need it. However, by relying on it by itself, you are going to end up failing. You've got to understand willpower is like a muscle. And if it is not trained properly or you rely on it one or all too often, you will find that it will get tired and that's when all the momentum stops and all that positive energy just gets sapped from you. Right? Now, the biggest difference is that if you really are going to move forward, don't rely on willpower alone. And this is the difference. When you're making that declaration or resolution, you're relying on willpower. And that means you have no plan, no structure, 
and there's no backbone to where you're wanting to go. You have no real way or plan of bridging the gap from where you are now to where you want to be, where you're deciding where that resolution is. So this is where it becomes very important. Don't make a resolution, make a commitment. Commitment is far better than a resolution. And by doing this, you are going to create such a positive shift in your life. And when you do this, you are signaling to yourself, to the universe and the energy that you are really ready to go and you're starting to align better with your values. So the whole thing is, how do we start to make this commitment? How do we make the change? How do we get out of this sense of lack? Because when you are making this resolution or declaration, that's where you're coming from. Without that plan, without that structure, you are coming from a place and an energetic state of lack. You are coming from that place of like, I wish, right? One of my favorite lines, and I've used it all too often, and if you, this is the first time listening, you're going to have to get used to me saying it because I'll call you out on your shit. The whole thing is, there's from grumpier old men, it's like you can wish in one hand and you can crap in the other and see which one gets filled first. And I love that because it reminds you that don't rely on the wish. That's where it stays. It stays right up there and it'll be highly unlikely that you're going to achieve it or it's going to happen for you. That is coming for a declaration. Oh, I want this. I would like to do this. You have to be more positive. You have to be more firm in your commitment. You have to make it certain. Let that resonate with you. Let that go out into the universe and make it start to come towards you. So how do we do this? How do we switch from this energy of lack? How do we switch from this wishing energy? Well, the simple thing is there are four basic steps that you can do to help you to create this shift, to go from lack to desire, from desire to me and you saying, I deserve this. And once you gear into that energy and once you really feel that, you are going to be on a totally different path and trajectory than you were ever known. It aligns with you and it is so powerful and empowering. Once you get a taste of it, you will know. So let's have a look at these four steps that are going to help you get to this point. Step one is to break everything down into small steps. This may sound simple, but it is so profound, and I believe it is absolutely necessary to do. There's a great saying where it says, don't focus on the whole staircase, just focus on the first few steps. This is so true. And if we don't, you will have that loss of momentum. You'll have that loss of motivation once again. That's why it is important to break everything down into smaller steps. When we do this, it helps us and it helps us to achieve and it builds a foundation for us to keep going. And we feel like we are achieving more in less time. And therefore, we're not going to suffer overwhelm. When we look at the whole staircase, we've all done it, including myself, 
When you look at the whole picture, again, wanting to go from where you are to where you're seeing yourself, and when you start to look at how many stairs and steps are between this place and that one, overwhelm will absolutely hit you. And when it does, overwhelm is a killer, an absolute killer. It is a killer of momentum. It is a killer of passion. It is an absolute killer. So we have to avoid it at all costs to keep things going. So the best thing to do is focus on small steps. But when I've asked and told people about this, quite often they say, I like that idea, Pete, but can you give me an example? And so I'll give you one here, right? A simple thing is start with your daily routines. When you're wanting to change your life or change it into a direction, like there may be so many different things that you want to do. But for me personally, I remember going back is that when I was working like 12 hours a day, and that included travel time, sometimes it was an hour, two hours each way, but you do that five days a week, you're coming home exhausted. I'm not getting home until 7, 7.30 at night. I'm up and out the door just after 6 a.m. in the morning, and you're doing that all week. Then comes the weekend or your days off, and all that you're finding is you just want to stop. You want to chill because you're too busy resting, recuperating from such a big week. That was a fundamental turning point for me because when I was in that hamster wheel, I was traveling on that and I was just running myself down and ragged, trying to do everything right, you know, paying the bills and all that kind of stuff. But what I found is that's where I was at. That's all I was capable of was doing that throughout the week and then just trying to rest when I did. Now, sometimes you can't because you've got a barbecue, family birthday or other commitments that you've got to do. So you go off and do them and then you're starting your week tired on top of that. And that's what learned like takes us to that point of burnout and it takes us to the point of being run down and that's not good. So what I did was I found and I carved out and created a little bit of extra time for myself in the day and I focused on the small steps because I couldn't change my whole life and working life at that particular point, but I knew something needed to change. And what I did was I focused on the simple fact of how I started my day, each and every day, just one day at a time. I'm not looking at trying to change my whole life or lifestyle. I was just looking at my day. And the way that I did that was I got up early and I literally went to the beach and I went for a walk and I did five or 10 minute meditation every day on the beach. This one thing changed my whole outcome, changed my whole viewpoint of my day, and literally started to change the energy within me. And it was simply because I did that one thing. I found by starting my day for something for myself, something that nurtured me, something that really fed my soul, it changed the whole day. I would go to work happier. I would come home, even though I was tired, but I'd feel better because I knew that I had done something for myself rather than just going to work and coming home tired. And so there is an example of how you can break things down in a smaller way rather than a whole lot. It is much easier to start it like that. And with that momentum, everything started to change in my life. And bit by bit, I started to change more and more things. So if you are struggling on how to break things down in smaller steps, my biggest suggestion is 
look at how you start your day. Start your day for you. And you start it that way, you are straight away starting to shift and change your energy. So that is step one, chunking it down and putting into smaller steps. Step two, acknowledge your setbacks. Cannot stress this enough. It's not something that we like to do, but it is something that is going to happen. It is inevitable. And if you're trying to convince yourself that you're not going to have setbacks, you are deluding yourself. They are going to happen. And believe it or not, setbacks are really important. Setbacks are a great chance for us to reflect and have a look on what is really working or not working. You've got to remember, a setback is exactly that. It's like a small bump backwards. You know, if you've taken five steps forward, you might have to be pushed back too, but you're still ahead. It's not an absolute kind of catastrophe where everything's been wiped out for you. And I've experienced that myself. But the whole point is, it's just setbacks. And you've got to look at these and they give you a chance for you to check in with your soul and with the universe to decide what is really working for you. Sometimes it's easier to look at it going, what's not working for you? Now, for me, an example of setbacks happening is usually when I'm planning to do my events and when I'm touring is like I'll be looking at venues and I'd have a great rough idea of where I want to go, what I, what I want to happen. But then there's just some times where you're trying to book in or this happens and you just can't get the date that you want. This doesn't match up. This doesn't happen. And the whole thing is I can't be upset about it annoying, absolutely, because I have a plan and it's not going according to plan. But the whole point is it's still there. And you've got to go, right, that means something's got to change here. Or I look at it and go, now there is a bit more space. What can I do with that? Because I couldn't do my original plan. So these things will come at you. These things will happen to you. But how you view them is going to help change the way you focus and the way you keep that momentum and desire alive. A bigger one, which a lot of us did face, is the good old COVID, right? Now, even in that space, it was a huge change for me. I had a massive, massive national and international tour planned and for my book and book launch for Searching Spirit, but then boom, it just all got taken off. And I found out very quickly how hard it is to undo a national tour and international tour than it is to plan one. But I had to obviously think about it and I saw that as an opportunity, but it was also, you know, universe and spirit really showing me that I needed to get in this direction. And to be absolute frank with you, I wouldn't be in this position right now talking to you about this if it wasn't for that. So there are things in there where you have to look at it. So they are a great check-in for you. So acknowledge the setbacks, take that time and use them to reflect and decide, is this really working for you? It's amazing how many times, as much as we start gearing and moving in the direction that we feel we want to, but those automatic habits and that autopilot will sneak in and all of a sudden you're still not living in alignment or in that desire mode. You start to kind of just move and cruise along with it. So setbacks come along just to remind us and allow us to rethink things and recreate. And it's a beautiful space to come from because I see setbacks as a great chance to get back into creation mode. And that's a beautiful mode when you're trying to work with your true self. So that is number two. Now, step three, celebrate the small 
wins. This is something, again, that so many of us do not do, and it really does help. As much as we want to acknowledge setbacks, we need to acknowledge the good things as well. The trouble is we usually wait for big milestones to celebrate. We wait for the big O birthday where you're turning 21 or you're 30 or 40 or 50. Why shouldn't you be celebrating 41, 42, 43? These are the big things. But again, why are you waiting a whole year just to celebrate one thing? Why are we waiting for Christmas to gift give? Why are we waiting for New Year's to make a commitment? Why are we waiting for these things? There's so many other beautiful little things along the way that you can do. And the more that you create it, you've got to remember, step one, we're chunking into small steps. If you've taken two or three steps, celebrate that fact because you've gotten that few steps ahead. You need to celebrate. And all of a sudden, you're going to look forward to the next three steps. You're not waiting for 30 steps before you celebrate. So the whole thing is take that time. And when you have a win, celebrate it. You can do it however you want, whether you want to. You can sit there and like have a quiet, nice dinner with someone that you love. Maybe you want to go and have drinks with friends. Whatever you want to do, you can do it. For me personally, it depends on what it is. I look at it on a yearly thing. Sometimes I try to incorporate a family weekend away after I have done or been away on tour. So that way I can incorporate my family with my work so we're not feeling left out. And I celebrate with them that because it's enjoying and melding the two worlds together. A simple thing might be too, like I love what we did because when we took on a new staff member just recently, we had the champagne ready because lovely Linda, as you may know her from uh, all of our posts and stuff, she said yes. And all of a sudden it's like, cool, champagne's here. She's like, what? We knew she was going to say yes because it's like, why wouldn't she? We're an awesome team. And she did. And the biggest smiles all come over our faces. And we had people around us going, can we have a job with you, please? This is the best job interview and acceptance I've ever seen. And it was. We had an awesome morning and it really helps bring it together. You celebrate these things. But sometimes you've got to do it even on a smaller scale again. For me, it could be simple as a cup of coffee. I love my coffee. Most of you know I love my coffee. And I use it as a reward for myself. So one thing that I do jump in and out of is the intermittent fasting. And sometimes I fast from anywhere between, you know, 16 to 18 hours. My thing for myself, I reach that, I look forward to my coffee. Having that coffee after that fast to help me break that, that is a little mini celebration for myself. And it gives me something to look forward to. Like seriously, oh my goodness, 18 hours. Like sometimes, you know, you really do start to go, I really want something. That coffee is a little golden trophy. It's like, whoa. And it just comes out and it's like, yes, I'm almost there. One more hour, one more hour and a cup of coffee. It's like, it's so good. So, um, and if you're not a coffee drinker, I don't know what's wrong with you. No, only kidding. So I know plenty of people like their tea and and, uh, hot chocolates and whatever else, but seriously, coffee is king. But yeah, so those are sometimes the smaller wins. So when I have that, I look forward to that. It helps you get through those last few things when all of a sudden you feel like you might want to give in or whatever else. Now, what's also important, just taking this coffee with the fasting situation, I want to really make a bigger point here. What's important about celebrating smaller wins is you can start to replace some of your smaller or lesser beneficial habits. Let's just put it that way. And what I mean by this is quite often, a lot of the behavioral patterns that we have are actually embedded in our subconscious. And what happens with our subconscious is we can't just rip something out of our subconscious and hope that it's never going to happen again. 
The subconscious doesn't work that way. So when we are looking to take something out of our subconscious, we must then replace it with something. And this is where replacing it with small wins comes in. So rather than just seeing it and not seeing any benefit or reward, which then the behavioral pattern will be, oh, I have to do this again, or I have to go back to work again, oh, this is really tiring. All of that really low energy, if you can replace it with something, oh, okay, I'm having this, I'm going to treat myself to a breakfast, or hey, I've got drinks because once I accomplish this, I'm going to do this. That will help you stay in more positive energy and mode, and it's going to help drive that desire, and you'll start replacing some of those more negative thoughts that are sitting there in your subconscious. But I just wanted to bring that up. I'm not going to go too deep with that, but I just wanted to make you aware of that. So sometimes it can be the smallest of things. But again, once you build on this, small steps, do it for you. Start your day right, okay? Then having a look at it, you know, setbacks, you can look at them, but then celebrate the small wins. You get over the setback. When you get over a setback and you're getting momentum, celebrate that. There's so many things, all right? So that is step three. Last but not least, step four, all right? Step four is find your tribe. Find your support network. This one is just as important because it is very hard to do so many things on your own. You will need support. You will need to have people around you that will give you that positive support. You've got to be mindful of who you do have around you. And when you are embarking on something new, when you're trying to make this commitment, when you're making this change, I've got news for you. Your people, your tribe that you currently have is also going to change. And you're going to have to start finding new people around you who resonate with you, who align with your values and your new commitment. Because the people around you, Some of them will stay, but some of them won't. And some of them will purposely try to hold you back with negativity and talk you out of it, talk you down because they ultimately, they're doing it in a nice way because they don't want you to leave. They don't want you because they like your friendship. They like your connection. But the whole thing is, I always say true friends will support you in no matter what direction you're going. If they're starting to hold you back, you might have to call them out on it, but you have to find that right tribe. If you are struggling to do that, you know, let's just take an example here. How do you do it? Let's just say you might have an interest or have a hobby in photography, but you really want to get started. And finally, you're here, you're listening to this going, right, yes, Pete, I'm going to make a commitment to photography. That's cool. You go out there, you might join a course. Joining a course is not making commitment. Making the commitment is joining the group, setting yourself a task, setting yourself a challenge, but you have to go out there, join a Facebook group, get on forums like Reddit or whatever. Find people that you can talk to and that will support you with that. Find those groups where you can ask questions, where they're not going to treat you like a newbie. They're going to help support you and go, it's great that you're starting this journey. You will find that. The great thing for me, I was inspired by my own journey of having to discover so much about like spirituality and the spiritual realm, about guides and universe and how it works by myself. I didn't have that around me and it was difficult. I managed to get through it. But that inspired me to create that group. That's what inspired me to create Inner Power. So you can find these groups where you are of a like mind. And it's very, very important. So you can have that support. They're going to call you 
on your shit when you are really doing it. I do that. If you're in my group or especially if you're a mentor client of mine, that is I will absolutely come down there and I'll spiritually bitch slap you if I feel like it's not in alignment with you. But I will do it with the utmost love and I will do it because it means something because I know ultimately it will align with your energy. I want you to stay in that flow. I want you to stay in that positive energy. And when you've got the right people around you, they will. And when they give this to you, they will give it to you in a positive sense. They're not just going to bring you down. That's the biggest difference. You want people around you who will hold the space for you and hold that space so they can lift you up. And you've got to remember, if they're not doing those two things, holding the space and lifting you up, then you've got to start questioning how much time and energy you're exchanging with that particular person. It is a tough one, but it is really important that you do listen and have those right people around you. You have to go looking for it. And when you do, another big part of it is you're going to have to learn to speak up and be vulnerable. The only way to really connect with people and let people into your life is you need to show them that you're willing to do that yourself. And if you do that and you find that right group, I can guarantee you, you will start to make some seriously good friends for life because they will be in there, they'll be your tribe, and they will support you on your journey. So that's number four. So just to recap, those four steps. Number one, break into small steps like I just did. Remember, I just showed you how to do this. Making the commitment, do it in four steps. I broke it down into smaller steps rather than just a big thing, right? So number one, small steps. Two, acknowledge your setbacks. Three, celebrate the small wins. It really makes a difference. And boy, oh boy, why can't you have some fun along the way, right? And number four, Find your tribe. Find the people that are meant to be there for you. Doing it on your own is hard and it is so much more. I love the saying too is that a journey is done by yourself, but when you have others, it becomes an adventure. And that is so, so true. It becomes a lot more fun. So I'm hoping that these four steps help break this down. I hope these four steps help you to now stop making that resolution, stop making that declaration, and make a commitment. So take this time. Take this moment. Reflect on yourself, right? Come into yourself. Be honest with yourself. I want you in this moment to accept and embrace the person that you are right now. I want you to accept and embrace the person that you really desire to be. You need to accept both of those right now because without accepting it, you won't get anywhere. You need to be honest and accept yourself. And now I want you to really get into this and make this commitment. Make the commitment. Take the action and start jumping into that space and feeling the energy of desire, tapping into, make this commitment to yourself, make this commitment to you, make this commitment to have that desire and live the life that you truly deserve. This is for you. Do it for you. 
Really do hope this has helped. I would love to hear from you if any of these resonate. Feel free to reach out on our socials. Feel free to email us if you want. And if you need any other examples of help, please feel free. We are here. And as I always say, we're always in your corner. And I look forward to seeing all of you in the next episode.